Gunmar Joe from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 27th of April, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Let's start with some brand spanking new survey results. On Tuesday, the 25th, the International Republican Institute, or IRI, published an opinion poll that shows Georgian views on different issues like politics, the economy, education, corruption, other stuff. The most important things that they noted was that 62% of respondents said that the country is headed in the wrong direction. Compared to last year, this number stayed the same. When asked which party they would vote if parliamentary elections were held this weekend, 19% of respondents named the Georgian Dream or Otsneba as their first choice. 14% said they would vote for the United National Movement or Natsebi. However, Compared with last year's results, Otsneba lost 6%, while Natsebi gained 2 Moreover, compared to last year's polls, the number of people in support of joining the EU increased by 4%, with a total of 89%. Opposition deemed the numbers as a significant defeat of Otsneba's pro-Russian policies, while Otsneba people predictably said that they don't trust IRI polls. Continuing with the last week's parliamentary saga on the investigative committee, in the judiciary that Otsneba was so terrified of. On Thursday, the 20th, for the third time, Otsneba prevented creating an investigative commission that would look into possible corruption in the judiciary system. As before, Otsneba members did not register for the session, preventing quorum, which meant the uh, thing could be formed. Thus, the absence of quorum of 76 deputies nullified the initiative. Ananas Felishvili, opposition deputy from the Lelo party, said that it is crucial to get rid of the so-called Klan, the four judges sanctioned by the United States, get them out of the judiciary system if Georgia wants to get European Union candidate status. However, good old Irakli Kobachidze, one of the Otsneba leaders, demands proof of the allegations and says that his party will do everything to prevent Anatsebi from creating any investigative commission even though the commission would be a pretty good way to get a truth or lack thereof. Speaking of Natsevi, we have some updates on the internal disputes within the party between Nika Melia, former leader, and Levan Kabeishvili, the party's current leader. On Monday the 24th, deputies of the Council Batumi in the Ajarn Autonomous Republic accused Levan Kabeishvili of usurping power by eliminating four members of Natsevi from the list of possible substitute candidates for a Batumi Council deputy who decided to leave the post. According to the report, those deputies demanded an explanation from Chaveshvili and said he would have to leave the post if he didn't change his decision. Also, they claimed that Chaveshvili did it because they actively supported Nikamelia. In response, Chaveshvili noted that those members slandered the Natsevi multiple times and that those who slandered the party wouldn't get a post in future elections. So there. On Friday the 21st, parents of children with achondroplasia, organized protests in front of the government administration because they wanted a clear answer from Health Minister Zurab Azarashvili regarding the ministry's financing of the drug Vosortide. Members of the opposition joined the protesters and requested timely decisions on the issue as the children diagnosed with achondroplasia urgently needed the medicine. On Monday the 24th, Prime Minister Kharibashvili at the government meeting, said that the state would do everything in its power and called on protesting parents saying that, quote, they should not let themselves be used by politicians and they should not knowingly or unknowingly take part in this political campaign, end quote. 
Also, Karabashvili mentioned that the drug is in clinical trials in the U.S. There are some issues with its use. He said the World Health Organization representatives in Georgia do not recommend funding this particular program, although nothing from WHO reps. On Saturday the 22nd, the State Security Service of Georgia arrested Georgian citizen Malkaz Paksashvili, leader of one of the groups of the Islamic State terrorist organization. According to the agency, Paksashvili left Georgia for Syria in 2013 and joined the Islamic State group under the leadership of brothers Cesar and Siskara Tokhosashvili. He actively participated in attacks and military operations carried out by the terrorist organization. As a result, Paksashvili faces charges for being a member of a foreign terrorist organization and assisting this organization in terrorist activities, a crime punishable by up to 17 years in prison. Moved to some international news, on Thursday the 20th, the Committee to Protect Journalists issued a letter calling on President Salome Zurabashvili to pardon Nika Gvaramia, head of the Tvariachi Channel, who's serving a three-and-a-half-year prison sentence for alleged abuse of office during his previous role as the director of another broadcaster. The organization reminded Zurabashvili that releasing Gvaramia would strengthen Georgia's aspirations to become a member of the European Union. Also on Tuesday the 25th, according to the statement of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Georgian citizens stuck in the middle of the civil war in Sudan will leave the country safely. Furthermore, two Georgian air carriers, GeoSky and MyWay, confirmed that Georgian citizens, most of whom were employees of these companies, took shelter in the Georgian embassy in Cairo, Egypt, and will fly to Georgia by the end of the week. On Tuesday the 25th, Prime Minister Kharabashvili visited Brussels and met with Charles Michel. European Council President and Jens Stoltenberg, NATO Secretary General, emphasized that NATO fully supports Georgia's sovereignty and territorial integrity and that the country can depend on NATO's ongoing political and practical support. He also urged Georgia to continue its efforts towards democratic reforms and uphold democratic standards. He welcomed the decision to withdraw the draft on foreign influence, otherwise known as the Russian law, which did not align with Euro-Atlantic values and fundamental freedoms. Charles Michel stressed the importance of improving Georgia's judicial system, rule of law, freedom of the press. The president also expressed that this is a significant moment for Georgia, and the EU is ready to support Georgia every possible way to fulfill the 12 recommendations to get the EU candidate status. Regarding the 12 recommendations, on Thursday the 20th, under the leadership of the Open Society Georgia Foundation, eight organizations prepared an assessment document, EU candidacy check, which reflects the progress achieved by the Georgian authorities. Based on evaluations by civil society organizations, Georgia fully implemented only one priority, mostly fulfilled two priorities, partially fulfilled four recommendations, while the government did not yet implement the remaining five. So far, depolarization, deoligarchization, an independent judiciary, media freedom, and involvement of civil society remains very serious challenges in the way of Georgia's EU membership candidacy. Moving on to infrastructure news, on Tuesday the 25th, Irakli Karseladze, infrastructure minister, announced that the ministry would fully lift the special traffic mode on Ryoki Pass, introduced, as we mentioned last week, due to a landslide during ongoing works on kilometer 149 section of the pass before the start of the summer season. Let's close this edition with some good news. On Thursday the 20th, uh, the government announced that the country would host 
a bunch of music concerts in August. On Tuesday, the 25th, Leon Davidashvili, Minister of Economy, said that Starring Georgia, a planned summer series of music performances by big artists from around the world, will bring into the country over 100 million lati, or about 40 million U.S. dollars, promote domestic economy and tourism. So if you like music, it's going to be a big, big August to listen to your favorite performers at various summer retreats. And that's it for this week. Remember, you can buy our 100% unbleached, organic, grown, and ginned in Texas, spun in it in the Carolinas, sewn and printed in Missouri t-shirts, the most environmentally friendly new t-shirts you can own. To get one, check the link in the show notes. Nachbarn.